I am so thankful that you have taken the time to join me on this episode of New Horizons, the daily radio and podcast ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. I pray this time is a mutual time of encouragement and blessing for you and that your cup runs over. If you would like to have more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, please go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net. There you can find ways that you can connect, engage, and maybe even come and pay us a visit. We would love to have you come to one of our services. Today, I want to talk to you on the following subject. They must have saw something. They must have saw something. We are going to continue talking about the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, just coming right outside of Easter weekend. You know, last week we talked extensively, or yesterday we talked extensively about the different theories surrounding the resurrection. All these different theories, hallucination, imposter, swoon, theft, spiritual resurrection, an unknown tomb, all these different theories surrounding the resurrection of Jesus. And I told you yesterday that I think think it takes more faith to believe in one of those preposterous theories than it does to just believe in the resurrection of Jesus. The actual physical resurrection resurrection of our Savior. Well, friends, when we come to the Bible, 1 Corinthians 15, we find an amazing testimony of who Jesus appeared to after he was resurrected. This comes from the Apostle Paul, who at one time was a great enemy of the resurrection, a great enemy of the Lord Jesus Christ, who had himself seen the resurrected Lord on the road to Damascus in the book of Acts chapter 9. And we'll hear of that here in just a moment. But I want you to listen to what Paul says. Paul says, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1, Now, brothers, I want to clarify for you the gospel that I proclaim to you. Now, Paul is about to give us the gospel. Now, not a gospel story, but the gospel itself. You will notice in the text that Paul does not run to Jesus walking on water. Paul does not take us to Jesus calming the storm. Paul does not take us to a parable or the Sermon on the Mount or driving out demons or raising the dead. Paul does none of those things. Paul goes directly to the cross, directly to the resurrection. He says, he says, you have been saved by this gospel. If you hold to the message I proclaim to you, unless you believe for no purpose, I passed on to you what I also received. That Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Isaiah 53 teaches us of the Lord Jesus Christ, the suffering servant. He died for our sins. He was crushed, uh, pierced for our iniquities, crushed because of our transgressions. God was pleased to, to crush him severely, the Bible says. He was he was he was uh, he died for our sins according to the scriptures. He was buried and that he raised on the third day according to the scriptures. And the scriptures do say in the book of Psalms, you will not allow your holy one to see decay. You will not allow your holy one to rot away in some tomb somewhere. 
Peter would even address this on Pentecost and speak of David and say, David, you can go today and see his tomb. You can go today and see his flesh and his rotting bones. But Peter says you can go to the tomb of Jesus and you will find that it is empty because God himself testified. You will not allow your your Holy One to see uh, decay in the book of Psalm through the uh, mouth of David. And so we think about these things today and we come to this text here and the Bible says that, that he appeared to Peter. And so here's what Paul's saying. Paul's saying, hey, hey, remember Peter? Peter was the one who denied Christ. P- Peter was the one who who uh, stood there by the fire with that young girl and even cursed the idea of knowing Jesus. Yet, on the day of Pentecost, Peter was the one who boldly proclaimed in front of that same Sanhedrin that put Jesus to death, in front of that same uh, rabid crowd that yelled crucify. Peter was the same one who testified that Jesus was resurrected. Paul says, if you don't believe the resurrection, go saw Peter, go see Peter, go talk to him. He saw something. And if you don't believe Peter, go talk to the 12. You remember, don't you, how Jesus appeared to John and James and Thomas. Remember Thomas? Thomas says, I'll never believe. I'll never believe unless I see the scars in his hands, unless I see the place in his side. And Jesus appears and says, what, Thomas? Reach out, touch my hand, touch my side. And and Thomas says, my Lord and my God. Paul says, hey, if you don't believe the resurrection, just go ask one of the 12. Go ask John. Go ask James. Go ask Thomas. They saw something. Something changed their life. Something has caused them to, to go and preach and teach in the face of such persecution. Something has caused them to be unashamed to to proclaim this Jesus, they saw something. Then he goes on and he says, then he appeared to over 500 brothers at one time. Some were alive. Some have already fallen asleep. Paul says, go talk to one of them. Just go ask them. They saw something. You know, they, they saw something and something has caused them to go and proclaim that this Jesus is resurrected. If you don't believe it, just go talk to one of them. Then he says, uh, he appeared to James. And you remember James, don't you? He was one of the brothers of the Lord Jesus. We talked about this extensively in a previous podcast of how his own brothers kind of thought that Jesus had lost his mind at one point. And Paul says, hey, if you don't believe it, uh, go talk to James. What caused the change in his life? Something happened. He, he, he was radically transformed. So he must have saw something to bring him to this conclusion that Jesus is the Lord, that Jesus is the Savior, the Messiah. And then Paul says, and last of all, as the one abnormally born, he also appeared to me. Paul says, and if you have any question left, just come talk to me because I saw something too. Paul says, you know, there was a time in my life when I was the great persecutor of the church and I was on my, my way to Damascus to arrest Christians, bring them back to Jerusalem in chains that they might stand before the Sanhedrin for us to demand that they renounce their faith in Christ or suffer the worst punishment. 
And I was on my way with all authority, with a written decree to get these Christians to search them out, to root them out of every home in Damascus. And yet as I was on my way, a bright light shined around me. I was knocked down to the ground and I heard a voice speak to me and say, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Saul would say, when I spoke back and I said, who are you, Lord? He said, I am Jesus, the Nazarene, the one you are persecuting. Paul himself would say what? I saw him too. As a matter of fact, it's what changed my life. If you don't believe in the resurrection, if Peter's testimony isn't good enough, if the 12s isn't good enough, if the 500s isn't good enough, if, if James's testimony isn't good enough, just come talk to me. Because I saw him too. And I know that he is alive. I know for a fact that he's been resurrected because I laid my eyes on him. And I've never been the same. And friends, I'm here today to tell you that Jesus is alive. Although I've never seen him face to face personally, I know that by his Holy Spirit dwelling in me, that he is alive and he is well and he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And one day he is going to return. Jesus Christ is risen, risen indeed. May you have a good afternoon and I look forward to seeing you next time on New Horizons.